Finding peace with the past and hope for the future is what I would like to talk about today. I've decided that helping people find hope through depression is what I am meant to be doing. Now, while there are lots of applications for the principles that I teach, depression is where I learn them first. Now, depression is a nasty beast. It can get a hold of you and make you feel like there is no way out. That this is the way that life is going to be forever and ever. But I'm here to tell you that there is a way out. There is hope for the future. And you are just as deserving of feelings of hope that I am. All of us can find our way through it, even if it comes back for a visit on a regular basis. Medical help is there for you. It's the first step I would tell anyone that is in deep enough that hope feels utterly impossible. I understand how that feels because I've been there. I want to be that voice that you hear that motivates you to keep trying. I personally know that most of the time, if we need a medication, the first one isn't always going to be the one that works and it's hard to keep going. But that's what I want to help share with you too, is that keep trying. You're going to find it. Get that medical help that you need. And when that has done all that it can for you, I'm here to share with you what comes next. You can learn to feel hope. Yes, even you can feel hope again. There is more for you than just the dulling of the pain. There is joy, there is peace, and there is hope. Now, I'm not a medical doctor. I'm not a therapist. I am a depression survivor and most of the time, someone that thrives through depression too. Now I'm a coach and I help other women thrive through their depression also. Today, I'd like to share a few thoughts that I'd like you to try and see what they can help you to bring into the life that you're trying to live. Above all else, I'd like you to hear me. Hear me telling you that there is hope. Even with depression, you can feel the enthusiasm and confidence that even a glimmer of hope can bring. Hope is not so much as a state of mind as it is a habit of mind, and habits can be formed. Now, this doesn't take away from the treatment you're already doing with your medical doctor. Keep doing what's working for you and be open to trying some additional things that will bring you even more relief as you make them into habits. So here are three ideas of hope that when practiced can become habits. I believe we're unique for a reason. When we use our gifts, we all benefit. When we compare ourselves with others, we feel overburdened. That's why I created this podcast, a weekly show about connecting to your time, your life, and yourself. My hope is that you'll leave not only believing in the dreams you feel pulled towards, but knowing you've had the ability within you to do them all along. Let's connect to our uniqueness and become overburdened no more. The first idea I'd like to share with you today is you are not who you were. 
you are who you are today because of what you've experienced in the past. Your experiences shaped you into who you need to be today. You become who you are meant to become because of the experiences that you've had. These experiences make you stronger when you make the choice to allow them to shape you into something better. It doesn't make those experiences any less hard. It just helps you to change how you view them. It means going to a place where there are no lies about what happened or making excuses for yourself. It means finding a peace with what you think were failures so you can make something beautiful from them and move forward in your life because of them. You can find the strength to make peace with your past and then put that peace with the past to work to make the future ahead even better. Now, Steve Marboli said, quote, incredible change happens in your life when you decide to take control of what you do have power over instead of craving control over what you don't, close quote. Now, sometimes we hold on to the past because certainty feels better than fear of what we don't know. We hold on to painful things of the past because at least it's something that we're familiar with. When we begin to hope for things we can't see yet, it can feel scary because it doesn't feel certain. But when we truly understand the feelings that come with hope, we can begin to choose those feelings of hope over feelings of being certain. So why not choose to believe that good is ahead instead of choosing to think that it's possibly something worse than the past? There's no way to know either way. Choosing to believe that it can be good is just as possible as it turning out bad. So why not? Ann Landers said, quote, Some people believe holding on and hanging in there are signs of great strength. However, there are times when it takes much more strength to know when to let go and then do it. Close quote. All right, here's the second idea I wanted to share with you today. And this idea started with a question I asked myself. What can we learn from trees in the winter letting go of their leaves? They were certain about the leaves that they had, so why do they let them go? What I've learned is, is that there is power and purpose in every season of the year. Winter is a time for trees and plants and grass to recharge and rest. They are dormant on the surface and are conserving energy until more mild weather returns. This allows roots to continue to develop and to thrive. Now, during the spring, most of the plant's energy goes into growth above the ground and the roots take a backseat. The warmer temperatures help thaw the soil and prepare the plants for regrowth. Summer brings longer days, and that means more light, and that fuels growth and capacity for more production. And finally, fall. Fall is a good time for those plants that don't do their best in the heat of the summer. 
It's also a time when certain chemicals stop producing and that results in less energy for more growth. Plants start sending some of its foods to the roots and that prepares them for the dormancy of winter. This also helps to remove excess moisture from those leaves, which protects them from the freeze that's coming. So that brings us full circle. If there is power and purpose for plants in every single season, there must be power and purpose for us as well in our different seasons. Now that's whether they line up with the seasons of the earth or not. And there's actually people out there that teach about that our seasons go with the seasons of the earth. It's an interesting thing to dive into. We're not going to do that today, but did you know there's even moods that are connected with seasons? Maybe you felt some of these. Winter is associated with sadness or loneliness. Spring is associated with hope and renewal. Summer feels full of joy and exuberance, and autumn feels more melancholy, kind of like acceptance. And not all of those feel like emotions that we want to feel, but I think value can be found in each one instead of trying to live in one season all of the time. We may find ourselves in different seasons of growth, but each one is actually important in its own way. Because each season has a purpose, we can come to any season of life that we are experiencing with enthusiasm, confidence, and hope, no matter what the emotion is. All right, my third and final idea for today is the importance of controlling our thoughts and where they may lead us. When I let ruminating thoughts control my mind, it takes away from my energy and it makes feeling positive feel impossible. Now, because our brains like to stay where it feels most familiar, we can get stuck in a negative pattern of thinking, even if it doesn't feel good, because at least it feels familiar. At least that's what our brain wants us to believe. Now, the fastest way I found out of ruminating or spinning thoughts is to journal. If you'd like more help on how to journal, you can go back to episode 86 or episode 70, or I talk about it in almost every episode, actually. But if you'd like me to teach you quickly how to get started with the journaling practice, you can do one of those 15-minute mini mentor calls, I call them. And you can go um, have one of those sessions with me for free, and I'll teach you the very basics of journaling. So go to hunkydory.com forward slash mini mentor and schedule that 15 minute call with me. I'd love to help you learn how to journal or at least to get started. Now, journaling slows down how you are thinking. It puts it out in front of you as you write so you can really look at it and decide if that's how you want to think or what you want to believe. Sometimes when you see it, it's not actually what you want to believe. And so it gives you a good place to start looking. You can then show up for you, like your true self shows up and helps to teach you a better way. This helps you to untangle yourself from the past and it gets you more into what's happening right now. And then you can decide if you want to keep believing that for the future. These are habits of thought that you can create. 
Yes, you. This will happen, but it won't happen all at once. Nothing of real value or lasting importance happens all at once, but it will begin to start to happen as you make conscious choices on how you want to change. George Bernard Shaw said, quote, life isn't about finding yourself. Life is about creating yourself, end quote. We all have an inner desire to create something that wasn't there before. You get to be the creator of your thoughts and you get to decide if you believe what you're thinking. Hope is made up of your own agency to change things. We all have moments of feeling hopeless in the life we have, but we can choose to do something different about it. When you feel a lack of hope in your life, what is something you can do? What is the cure for hopelessness? Well, my friend, I believe that one of the most important things we can do is to create connection. Connection with self, connection with something higher than you, and connection with others, such as family and community. And I call these connection with time, connection with life, and connection with self. And there are four basic needs within connection. In order for connection to happen, you need to feel lovable, capable, belonging, and safe. The four basic needs of connection. When you feel lovable, it sounds like, I feel you. When you feel capable, it sounds like, I hear you. When you feel that you belong, it feels like, I'm with you. When you feel safe, you feel seen. And these are all habits of connection that you can learn. Habits of hope. Now, camp connection is one of the main ways I teach connection. If you would rather have personal one-on-one help, I do um, teach connection through my coaching sessions. And you can um, sign up for those too with the same mini mentor um, link. So that's hunkydory.com forward slash mini mentor. And I can do, we can set up some personal one-on-one coaching. But in Camp Connection, I teach you ways to find your own direction every day but learning to give self-compassion and talk to yourself as you would your best friend. I also help you to learn to look outside of yourself and decide how you're going to show up for yourself and how you can look back and assess how you did that day and how you can improve tomorrow. In Camp Connection, I also teach you the importance of daily gratitude and the power that creates in your connection with everything in and around you. Now you can join me in Camp Connection if you haven't already. Go to hunkydory.com forward slash camp and you can register there. This camp comes directly to your inbox. That's how it's different from coaching. It comes in videos and it will walk you through all of these principles and more that I've been talking about today and you'll get them in daily lessons. I believe it's five lessons that come to your inbox. Now, I hope at least one of these ideas struck a chord with you today and that they will help you to find hope through depression or whatever is feeling heavy in your life right now. There is hope in every season of our lives, and I want to help you. 
to find it for yourself. Thank you for joining me here today, and I hope you'll always remember that I see you. I understand how hard you're trying, and I really do want to help however I can. I hope you have a wonderful day, and I'll see you back here again next week for another episode. I'm so glad you showed up for you today. Remember, the connections you make with yourself are powerful, and that will spread to the people you love the most. Sending lots of love to you as always. Make it a great day, and I'll talk with you again next week.